five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Yeah, there we go. There we go. You guys are now tuning in to another episode of Motivation Conversations with your girl Hope Hill. Um, I was previously having some issues with my first recording. I was trying something different. I didn't like the way it works. So I was like, let me try this again. So yay. Um, what's up, friends, family, listeners, everyone? I miss being on the mic so very much. Um, as you guys know, I be high-key, low-key, inconsistent with this. And I apologize for that. A lot of it has to do with what I'm going to talk about on this episode, which is kind of like the main reason of me recording this. So, But before I even get into that, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope that your first quarter of the year was productive, you got some of your goals accomplished, and you are just happy, and you have peace in your life. Um, as for me, I'm doing good. Always could be better, but that's a choice, so there's that. Um, you know, actually, this is, I kind of see why people have co-hosts to kind of like bounce off of each other and conversation, which totally makes sense for like moments right now where I'm trying to like not jump into the episode so quickly, but also what the hell else am I going to talk about? The whole point of me recording this is to talk about something specific. So yeah. So anyways, anyways, I really have been dying, dying, you guys, to literally talk about overthinking. I know it sounds like, ugh, no, but seriously, this is something that I have suffered from, and I'll say suffer because this shit can literally hinder you. But it's just something that I have been dealing with for a very long time in my life. And I have just been a little bit more aware of myself, my habits these days and things like that. So I have noticed like how much overthinking has played a role in a lot of areas in my life. And I'm just like, I cannot be the only one. So I thought to come on here and talk about that a little bit. So now let's start with my personal experience with overthinking because I did a little research too because I'm like there has to be more than an emotional effect to this this has to be a little bit more like mental because I feel it and physical it's it's a little draining so you know I had to dig a little deeper before I came on here and spoke about it but before I get into that my own personal experience with overthinking I think that this is something that I have been doing for years unfortunately like it's chronic like if this could be a diagnosis I'd be one of those like severely chronic overthinkers I don't even know if you can be both at the same time but if you could I would be the epitome of that sadly it's honestly not even something to be proud of I'm just saying it as like that's how much overthinking I have done over the years and I look back and I think about how much it has impacted me and it's just like god damn i wonder 
had I not thought about this so much or if I would have just decided on this and stuck with it, where would I have been and what would I have done, including in my podcast? So with that being said, you know, when I first started this podcast, this wasn't something that like I was really thinking about. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. I even think the first episode of me recording this, I discussed it. But when I first started my podcast, like it was because I literally felt like I needed to just start embarking on my purpose. And I didn't really know what direction that I needed to take. So I got on my knees and I prayed to God and he was literally was like start a podcast and in my head I'm like what like I don't even know how to do that to be honest with you guys I was not listening to podcasts so it was just so random you know and then I started it and I learned how to do it and it was like okay I think I got it and I released my first episode and it was great and then second third and so on and so on but all the while there were so many episodes that you guys have no idea that I've recorded and never released like seriously and it was because I overthink so much I overthink everything everything you guys like it's to the point where when I would first record my episodes I literally would not put them out until like I sent them to a few people and I got positive feedback. If I got like negative feedback, I'll probably like, eh, okay, maybe not. Not not at that time understanding that some people are just not going to relate to some things. And that's okay because it, as long as one person can relate to the things that I put out there, I know that I'm not alone. My job is done. You know, and that was the whole purpose of this. But because I would overthink so much, I would literally send my episodes around and wait for approval. And I remember, I don't remember, I remember this conversation. I just don't remember who I had it with. So if you're listening to this and you are that person, sorry. But I remember a conversation and someone was just like, you don't have to like send your episodes out and have people like approve or disapprove of your content. Like if it's good enough for you, then it's good. But that was my problem. It wasn't good enough for me because I was overthinking it. I wanted it to be perfect. I didn't want any mistakes. I wanted all my words to come out perfectly. I wanted the show to flow, the conversation. Like I just wanted everything to be perfect. Not realizing that that was just impossible. There's beauty in the imperfections, especially when you're being raw and honest and your conversations. And that's something that, you know, looking back at it, I was able to learn. But going through it, I just couldn't quite see it. But that just goes to show how much overthinking can really, 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 like, hinder you. So, yeah, I would send out these episodes. And if enough people were like, yeah, this sounds great, da 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 I would put it out. And then when I stopped doing that, I went back to just me listening to the episode. But then I would have to listen to it once. And then I would listen to it again. And then I would listen to it again. And then I would find things that were wrong each episode. Because, you know, the more you listen to something, the more you pay attention to it, the more you get out of it. So instead of me listening to really see just, is the message relatable? Is it clear? I was looking for mistakes. So the more I would listen to it, the more mistakes I would find. Because as you all know, we are always our biggest critics. And that's what I was doing. So then I started just not putting out the episodes at all. Like if I had listened to them and I didn't feel like confident or that they were perfect, I just wouldn't put them out. 
And so it led me to just hold back on so many different things and ideas that I've had. And instead of just dealing with the mistakes and the lessons when they happen, if there were any mistakes, who would ever know? I would just not deal with it. And my way of not dealing with it was just not releasing any episodes all because of overthinking, which is basically what I'm trying to get at is I was doing all of this because I was overthinking my process. I was overthinking my content. I was overthinking the conversation. I was overthinking my intentions. I was overthinking the judgment. I was overthinking my, my audience. Like every single thing that I could think about, I overthought about. <laughs> like it's, I, I look back at it now and it's like, wow, okay. At least it's a, I'm looking back from a point of awareness, but at that point there was nothing funny about it because I held myself back so much. And a lot of times I find myself saying, and again, you guys, I'm a very vulnerable person and I'm about to be like, if you guys watch Transformation Church, I'm about to be like Pastor Mike Todd. I'm about to be hot, humble, open, and transparent with you guys. But, you know, a lot of times I find myself in conversations now and it's like, damn, I wish that during the pandemic I would have did this with my podcast and I would have went harder and I would have been more consistent and I would have released episodes and I would have did these ideas that I had because I always have a really good idea. And I mean, to be completely humble, you know, it's probably most likely God and it's not most likely it is God just giving me these gifts that he knows that I can deliver on. But the human being in me just won't let go my lack of control. And I'm going I'm to I'm I'm step on that again a little bit later, what I mean by that. But that's really what I was doing, was just trying to control every moment of it, control how people received it, control what people heard, just everything I just wanted to be perfect. And I ended up just slacking because I didn't feel like it was ever good enough, so then I just didn't deal with it. And that is honestly a big reason why I haven't shown up on my podcast how I really should is because a lot of it, you guys, I overthink it. I think that, you know, for me, I was like, okay, I, I have to come to a point where I just kind of call myself out and I do something differently. Like if I'm going to call myself out, then that means that I also have to hold myself accountable which is a whole other story. But yes, so that is what this episode is going to be about today, is overthinking and how much it plays a role in our life. And not only in our lives, but in our minds, our bodies, and our souls. Because I have felt this and I am so sick of it because, ugh, like, it, it gets me angry. However, so yes, Anyways, let me not, because I'm about to go on a tangent. So I was doing some research, right? And I came across this article, and I will link both of the articles somewhere when I'm posting the podcast. But I'll definitely link it. I'll put it in the description box. I was reading this article by a cardiologist named Dr. Nava Yan Gadkar. And, you know, like I said before, I knew that overthinking was really starting to affect, to affect me in more ways than one, which is like emotional, which most people think. It literally has mental and physical impacts on your body as well. And this article proved that. So he kind of listed, you know, I am actually sorry, because I don't know if this doctor is a he or she. So 
I'm going to say they. And if you are he, sorry. If you are she, I apologize. But anyways, um, they listed these six health problems that overthinking can actually give rise to. And I like these out of all the articles that I read because they resonated and they made the most sense to me. You know, like it were things that I could connect. And I... And when I say I can connect, I don't mean like that I have physically felt myself, but I can see how they're connected. Okay. So the first one was overthinking can actually lead to high blood pressure. And that's because, you know, doing this, it invites stress, which may further raise your your blood pressure, excuse me, which makes you more susceptible to heart problems because, you know, high blood pressure, you can have heart attacks, you can have heart diseases. There's so many things that affect your heart when you have high blood pressure and overthinking that, I mean, overthinking causes that stress that triggers that. And I'm like, damn, I don't relate to this necessarily. At least my doctors haven't told me that I have high blood pressure yet, but I can see again. And I know that a lot of people who are constantly stressed also have high blood pressure. So that's where I can connect that. Second one, this is one that I can personally relate to is that overthinking can cause sleep problems. And this is basically like a well-known impact of overthinking. And it's it's kind of self-explanatory because as you guys know, when you're thinking your brain is just racing constantly, it's never resting. It's never focused on one thing. It is in so many different directions at so many different paces and you just can't keep up. So there is no way that you can close your eyes and get rest. That's just obvious. And that's something that I have experienced. And I'm sure when you got, when we're I screwed. Oh wow! Why don't we be having so many tongue ties? You see, you guys. Sidebar: This is why I be overthinking my podcast episodes. Is because sometimes when I really start talking, I talk so fast because the thoughts are just shooting out, and my words mess up. So then I automatically feel like the whole episode is done. But I'm not gonna do that to y'all. I promise. But anyways, <laughs> um, so. The next one is that overthinking can actually suppress your appetite. And this is mainly because it keeps your brain busy and it doesn't let the signal pass to your brain that you're hungry. So, of course, you're not going to think like, oh, I'm hungry, you know, like and when I was researching this, the irony is that I was literally thinking like right before, maybe like an hour before I started doing this research, my brain, I was thinking that I'm hungry but it was because I was feeling hungry. So again, your body sends signals to the brain that transform into thoughts. And I was really thinking about that when I read that third one, like, yo, that's so true. Because I thought about the fact that I thought that I was hungry, but it was a thought. How did I think of being hungry? Oh, well, my body sent that signal. Right. I hope you guys are following me. But yeah, so that can actually lead to not eating at all or you or you're someone who is the opposite and you kind of overeat as a distraction. Now, the next one, this is one that I literally starred because this is something that I 100 percent can relate to. Overthinking can impact your brain. It has changes to the structure and connectivity leading to mood disorders, which can cause mental illnesses. Now, I find myself, not because I'm a water sign, I don't know, there's probably something deeper to that, that I should probably go seek, but anyways, I'll say this, I know that my moods are like up and down, some days you guys, I am in like the best mood, the sun can shine, I can just wake up happy, I don't know, and then some days, it is 
And I hope you guys are not judging me right now because I am being so vulnerable with you. But this is what overthinking does, you know, like some one little good thing happens and I'm thinking everything is great, which is like, okay, that's good. But then when one little bad thing happens, everything is bad. And sometimes nothing bad even has to happen. My brain just goes down this rabbit hole of like a domino effect of one thing after the other and then I'm I find myself in these really depressive state of minds and it's so hard for me to get out of sometimes and I'm like crying for no reason I'm sad for no reason I'm just feeling all of these dark and sad emotions and I really have to like ask myself like why do I feel this sad and you know sometimes I'll check to see if, you know, if that time of the month is coming, but a lot of times it's not. It's not. It's really just because I'm allowing my thoughts to just go in, like, no control. Like, I'm just overthinking it and going and going and going and going and going and going, and I'm not allowing a stop or just to do something to stop myself from thinking and to just be a little bit more present, okay? So, again, you see how deep I went in that. That's how you know that I really felt that one. Uh, it can also decrease your energy to focus and can affect your problem solving and decision making skills. That is me to the T. If you know me, like really know me, I really have a problem with making a decision because I overthink my options. Like what if I do this and it's the wrong option? What if I do the opposite and the right one? Like it, it, I can't even explain it because it really doesn't even make sense why I go to that extent. But again, overthinking now the next one is that it can affect your digestive system this is because it decreases the amount of blood flow and oxygen to the stomach which causes stress due to overthinking of course and that can result in like ibd or ibs which is ibs is irritable bowel syndrome and then uh, ibd is irritable I mean, <laughs> what the fuck did I just say? Inflammatory <laughs> bowel disorder, which again are just both really, really bad things to happen to your stomach. It is just an upset, an agitated stomach and inability to use the bathroom 24-7 and things that I don't have problems with and I don't want to have problems with. So for those of you that overthink so much just and have these problems, just think about how that connects or just see if it actually connects for you if that makes sense and then the last one is that it weakens the immune system <laughs> i know i know a little something about this one okay uh if you are stressed it causes the hormone cortisol which is the primary stress hormone it's released in your body and that and of course can the primary stress hormone will of course weaken your immune system which leads to high risk of getting sick so it's just like one thing leads to another with these things and those are the six things that I found about how overthinking more so than emotionally, but mentally and physically impact us, which is a lot. So overall, I'm going to run through them one more time. The first one is that it can lead to high blood pressure. Second is that it can cause sleep problems. Third is that it can suppress your appetite. Fourth is that it can impact your brain. Fifth is that it affects your digestive system. And sixth is that it will weaken your immune system. So if you are someone who has been overthinking or who overthinks a lot like me, or even if you just find yourself just too much in your head, think about these 
things that I just listed and see if you are currently experiencing them. That way you can kind of check yourself and see how, like for me, it just made me a little bit more aware. Like instead of me overthinking it, just do something else instead because I'm literally affecting my body in a negative way, which we cannot do at all. But then I also started thinking something else, right? After I did this this research of like, okay, these are these are kind of obvious, right? Like overthinking causes negative impacts on the brain, body, mind, soul, everything. So then I had to ask myself, why do we do it then? If well, more so, why do I? Because I can't speak for everyone else, but if I'm well aware of all the things and ways that negative overthinking can impact me. Why am I so comfortable and I'm so like just still in my head about everything? So then I wanted to research that. <laughs> like I just be questioning like why? How? Um so I came across this article and this article was um really good. It was by a psychologist named Nick Wignall and he kind of listed the seven reasons why people actually overthink. Well, the most popular ones that he kind of gathered, I guess, from his experience as an expert. Now, some of these I really related to. Some of these, again, I didn't. But I'm just sharing the most overall ones that I felt like were general, you know, that if I didn't relate to something, maybe someone else could. So now the first one is childhood learning. This is why we overthink again. Childhood learning, again, developed this habit early, early on in your life. It's usually because it was the only way at the time that you knew how to deal with difficult and scary experiences. This I can relate to 100% because I know and I'm aware that my overthinking has gone back years, over decades. And that's just because I went, I, you know, I had a lot of different experiences growing up as a little girl. And a lot of those things I didn't talk about because I didn't know how to talk about and I didn't know what would happen if I talked about them. So instead, I just thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and thought and literally that's how it started for me. So I don't know if you guys can... Um, relate to that one, but I definitely, definitely can. The next one was, but oh, before I even move past that one, I did like this portion in regards to childhood learning, you know, like even though this is something that we may have developed as a kid, it's still important to understand the origin of the overthinking habit that we had in the past. But what's really important is to understand what's actually maintaining the habit in the present. And that really made me think, like, how, all right, I'm aware of the root. Why am I still maintaining this root problem in my present now is what I had to ask myself. Like, why am I still doing these things? I can talk about the things that I went through. I can share them. I can still do these things. So why do I still decide to maintain my overthinking? <laughs> and then I felt like number two kind of, like, put the hammer on the nail for me. I hope you guys, well, let me know if you guys agree. The illusion of control. Oh, my God. Guys, when I really came across this and I sat and I thought about it, like, 
I over before I even get into the explanation of what this even says, because the explanation that it gave for me, I was like, I kind of relate to that, but maybe not, not me, excuse me, not the explanation, but the example. I kind of related to the example, but then it was more so like I related to it more when I put it in my terms. Like, how does that idea relate to me, which made it a little bit more like relevant. But anyways, the illusion of control. Now, again. I talked about, I said something along the lines earlier about my lack of control and wanting to fight with that and wanting to control how everything turns out and control how you guys receive my podcast and control how I sound and control how the conversation flows. And I just have always been someone who just wanted to be in control of things because we don't like to feel helpless. We as humans, we don't like to feel helpless. Well, I, I Again, I can't speak for everyone, but I don't like to feel helpless. So I felt like, you know, overthinking and thinking of ways of me having control in certain situations and how these certain situations would play out had I, you know, if I can control how that has come out. It's never led to anything good ever, 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 ever. Like, I am being so dead ass with you guys when I say it has never led to anything good. But in regards to the example that it gave here, it says that we overthink things just simply because it just gives us the illusion of control and it keeps our helplessness at bay. You know, the long-term costs can be chronic anxiety, low low self-esteem, and stress. But we still do it. We don't like to believe in the possibility of us being limited to help. More so limited into what we can control because again i the part of help is not feeling helpless we don't like to feel helpless we like to feel that we can support contribute in some way or another and if we can't we start to overthink in ways that we can because we want to have control again going back to myself (sighs) new situations that were fearful to me something that's new to me something that i don't know how it's going to play out, I would overthink the situation because I felt like if I could just imagine what it would be like if I'm in control, maybe it will turn out that way. Again, like I said, it's never worked out. It's never turned out that way. Now, the next one is the illusion of certainty. We cannot stand uncertainty. And as a rule, we love to feel confident in how things are going to unfold. One form of denial about uncertainty is guess what overthinking if we keep ourselves stuck in problem solving mode it just makes us feel like there's a solution to the problem if only we can think enough and hard about it so what this is saying is basically if we over it goes right into i feel like personally it goes hand in hand with the illusion of control the is the illusion of certainty you know, is being able to, if we don't know how something's going to pan out, if we overthink it, we feel like we'll come up with an idea that's good enough to make the situation pan out how we want it to. Or it's just like I said, for me personally, the, the idea that we come up with is just going to manifest, which again, <laughs> it's never fucking happened. I just want to keep insinuating that so you guys just know. It's never happened. Now, 
And a portion of this that I really liked when it came to like the illusion of certainty was that it said the nature of reality is literally profoundly uncertain. Every single day, we have no idea what our day is going to entail. We can plan, 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 plan. But more often than not, there's something in our day that just happens unplanned because that is the nature of reality. We don't control this shit, people. There's only a very small portion of what it is that we can actually control and that's what we should worry about (laughs) talking to myself by the way too but that really made me think like that's just nature that's what it's supposed to do it's uncertain there's beauty in that is why would you want to be in control of everything and I was reading something a long time ago and I'm literally thinking about it right now as I'm speaking about the beauty and not being able to control things. Because imagine how stressed we would be if we had the responsibility to control everything around us. We wouldn't know what to do because there would be so many decisions to make and so many different moving parts that we would probably not make anything in control. We would not have anything under control, excuse me, because we're simply just all over the place with what we have to control. So there's that. Now, the next one... I felt this. I felt this so much. I put another star by it because I related to this shit. And again, this one I related to so much in my podcast as well. And if you remember what I talked about in the beginning of how overthinking has impacted me and my podcast, this will make a lot of sense to you too. Perfectionism. We overthink because we have a problem with perfectionism. And it's not about actually being perfect because as humans, I think we all kind of know that we can't be perfect. It's just impossible. But it's the part of feeling perfect, like feeling like something is perfect, to actually feel it, even though you know that it's not true. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a little mindfuck there. So it says that people who struggle with this have a hard time moving on from things because they don't feel perfect about them. Projects, shows, podcasts, movies, ideas, anything, relationships, themselves, their journeys, everything. Think about how many things in your life that you didn't feel 100% perfect or confident about, so you just left it alone, you didn't push forward you just overthought about it. Like you put your insecurities into it, you know? And again, no one actually believes that we need to be perfect, but the tolerance for feeling less than perfect is very low. So that goes back to what I would say about my podcast is I would send it out to people. And if I didn't feel like it was a great episode, I would send it out to see if other people felt like that. And if they didn't, then I would put it out. And if they were kind of like, I related to this one, or "Mm, I really didn't, then I wouldn't. Because I personally felt like it was less than perfect, in which I didn't want to tolerate for my podcast. So I wouldn't put it out. Instead of just trusting that there is perfectionism in the imperfectness and allowing myself to just go out there Excuse me. Yes, just allowing myself to just be vulnerable and trusting that as long as I can relate to it, that's all that matters and I know that someone else will. And I just put it out there and just trust that this will find who it's meant to find and that's just having faith without sight. But this is why 
I overthought so much is because I struggled with the idea of wanting everything to feel perfect. Even when I take pictures of myself, I'll take a thousand fucking pictures before I put up at least three because I'm looking for the perfect one. Not knowing that it's just never going to happen and it's just settling with the idea that we're not meant to be perfect. Adam and Eve fucked that up for us. <laughs> like, but on some, like, seriously, let's be for real, we're not meant to be perfect. Sin is in our blood, which is why God forgives us. This is why God is so merciful. If you believe in him, if you don't, he's still, he's still good whether you believe or not, but I'm talking to people that actually believe. If you don't, just disregard this portion right here. Thank you very much. But yes. I would overthink these things. I would overthink everything. I would overthink my podcast. I would overthink the ideas, and which in turn would leave me to not put out anything, anything at all. Now, the next one was secondary gain. This one, I don't, I didn't really like relate to the first part of it. The second one was like a little bit, but again, I'm sure someone else does. And it says that, you know, some people get stuck in overthinking because it has secondary or non-obvious benefits. It like... For example, it may lead to sympathy or pity, which to some people feels good. For me, I hate to feel, I hate when people so far, sorry for me and I don't like to feel sorry for myself. So I didn't really eh, relate to this one. The second part of it, I was kind of like, okay, I can, I can see myself in that. It can be an excuse for procrastination, which again, going back to my podcast, if it's not perfect, I procrastinate on it. I don't put it out. That's it. I don't have to worry about whether people like it or not because I never put it out in the first place. So it's just an excuse for me to procrastinate on it, which is terrible when you say it out loud. But this is my truth and I'm being aware about it. And it says that like if you keep overthinking, then you're probably getting something out of it. I think that for me, it was the it, it became comfortable. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty in stepping out of your comfort zone and I like the idea of comfort because I can, I could, excuse me, control it. If you guys see where I'm going with this, like, I was really like, if I don't put anything out, then people have nothing to judge or know about me. So in that case, I'm kind of safe, which is why, why would I want to play it safe? That's the whole point of these conversations. The whole point of this podcast is to talk about the things that some people may not feel comfortable or just don't know how to or don't have the people to talk about. And I'm stepping out there to be the first one. So why would I, you know, hold back on that? Again, doesn't make sense. And now the sixth one was overgeneralization. Basically saying that people who do a lot of thinking and that helps them in one area of their life, like in your career or whatsoever, then you assume that it just works in others. And it says that uh, to be an overthinker, you know, everything just starts to look like a problem. So you think that if you have a problem, you can solve it by thinking a lot, which are people who have like, again, careers which require a lot of brain activity. So then they apply that in every, every phase of their life. And I don't necessarily can't see if like for me because even though my job does require a lot of brain activity I've been doing this before I've been working in my career so again this is more a childhood thing for me but if you relate to that then you can kind of make that connection and then the last one was fear of conflict and of course as humans most of us don't enjoy conflict so we tend to avoid it 
And so you overthink about how a situation is going to go. You overthink about how a conversation is going to go. So because you don't know, you're uncertain of how that conversation is going to go and you can't control what the other person is going to say or react to you, you just avoid it in all. You just avoid it like, all right, you know what, I'm just not going to deal with it because you're overthinking it so much and you can't do that. We have to have, you know, some type of relationship a healthy one with what we can control and what we can't. And right now, as I'm saying this to you guys, I just thought about the serenity prayer. And if you guys know the serenity prayer, then you know. That was actually, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm very mucusy. That was actually my dad's favorite prayer. And it's funny that I'm talking about this and it just came right back into my mind. But the serenity prayer just kind of talks about having the courage to control the things you can and the strength to release the things that you can and just the wisdom to know the difference between both, you know, and really understanding there's going to be some things in your life that you can control and there's going to be some things in your life that you can't. But know the difference and worry about what you can and trust that everything's going to work out with the things that you can. But overall, these are the reasons or the most general overall reasons why we as humans overthink and to recite them it has a lot to do with childhood learning it also has a lot to do with the illusion of control the illusion of certainty perfectionism secondary gain overgeneralization and fear of conflict and if any of these makes sense to you, then you can really start to draw that connection in yourself. And if you're like me that really started or really just began questioning, why do I overthink so much? And why do I let this thing to overcome my life so much? Then you'll be like me and you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to talk about it. I want to become aware about it. And like I said in the beginning, if I talk about it, you got to be accountable about it. You got to hold yourself accountable. And I don't want to overthink so much anymore. I just want to just do things. I don't want to hold myself back. There's so much that I could have done. And I, I find it, I find myself when I'm speaking about, oh, I wish that I can go back to this. And I wish that I can do this. And I wish, I wish, I wish. And it's just like, why didn't you do it when you had the opportunity? Oh, right. That's because I was too busy overthinking some part of it that allowed me to not take any action at all because I was just sitting sitting around thinking. You know, like there's the term, there's thinkers and then there's doers. The doers are not sitting around playing with the ideas of what could go wrong and what could happen and the people that are judging. And no, they're just like, we'll deal with it when we'll come. We're just going to go out and do it because that's the only way to really find out and that's something that I really had to tell myself like you got to be a doer and you were a doer before but you just got to stop thinking so much stop thinking well think just know when to stop (laughs) like seriously so I wanted to look up also like what can I do how can I get out of all of these bad overthinking habits. And a few good ideas that I found was distract yourself. Come up with a really good hobby. You know, like when you find yourself thinking so much, kind of have something that brings you back to reality, whatever that means to you. Listening to music. But I also say with this one, be mindful of the music that you listen to because some music can just lead you down uh, a worse rabbit hole and some can actually work for you. 
Um, another one which I really like and I do myself is writing it down. Journaling has helped me so much. Sometimes I get out everything. Sometimes it really just points things out to me that I really need to work on. But either way, it's always a benefit. Another thing is to share your worries is to talk about it, which is what I'm doing on this podcast. I don't, like I said, I don't want to hold myself back anymore. I I know that I'm not the only one. And I feel like if I just get it out there and I just put it out, then I got to deal with it. And once it's out there to deal with, I'll figure out how to deal with. But at least I'm not thinking about it. You know, let go of the past. I have a problem with this. (laughs) I have a problem with this and I'm, I'm working on it, but I'm aware. Breathing exercises. This I like because if you're focusing on breathing and getting a healthy breath count, then you can't really think so much about other things. Um, staying in the present, that's huge, 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 because I, for one, was someone who, I'm much better at this now, but before I used to live either nostalgically in my past or desperately in my future, I could never really just figure out my happy medium in the present, and I'm learning to do that better and better each day, to just take the day for what it is, I can't change what happened in the past and I cannot control what's going to happen in my future so the best that I can do is to just be a hundred percent present in this moment because that's really all we have and don't be hard on yourself this is something that I really had to take heed to because even my girlfriend tells me like you are so hard on yourself I have colleagues that tell me the same thing like you are someone who is just your worst critic you are one of the hardest people on themselves that I know. And that has been something that has caused so many other things besides overthinking like self-sabotage and so many other negative impacts. So not being so hard on yourself can actually relieve you from not just self-sabotage, but also your bad overthinking habits. And I'm going to, I'm going to really, really, really work on that one. Cause that's something that I really should be putting more effort to, but Yeah, I hope that, you know, you guys took something from this, whether it was able to just become more aware of how how much overthinking has affected you, if it even has impacted you at all, and just realizing that and if there was something that you have been noticing about yourself that you couldn't you couldn't really pinpoint why it was happening, maybe something that I shared on this episode was able was uh able to make put two and two together for you guys again you see these are the things i'm talking about i'm just trying to speak so fast but i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole this was my my experience and like i said a lot of these things i could relate to and some i couldn't but it doesn't matter because i'm sure that there's somebody else that could but the whole point of this is to really just face it head on and to really Think about those reasons as to why we're overthinking and to deal with each of them, whether it's something that we dealt with or we experienced as a child or something that we've just become comfortable with or our inability to be okay with our lack of control or our lack of certainty or our lack of perfectionism, whatever it is, face it head on. The only way to get through something is to get through it, to go through it. That's literally the only way. And 
I'm saying this to you guys, but I'm also really saying this to myself too. We have to do much better with how we're living our lives because time, unfortunately, is not on our side. Life is extremely unpredictable. I say this every single day when I'm working. Life is so unpredictable. You never really know what's going to happen each day. So you can't just live in your head because you're missing out on so many beautiful moments in the present day. You're missing out on the beauty and uncertainty. There's so many possibilities in uncertainty. And when you stop trying to have the illusion of that certainty, you welcome beautiful possibilities, amazing possibilities, warm possibilities, positive ones too, you know, but it's that letting go that has to happen first. Yeah. So I hope that you guys were able to really take away something good from this episode. And I hope that all of us on this journey able to walk away from our relationship with overthinking so much and to become more in control in our thoughts and to learn better habits when we find ourselves going down these rabbit holes and thinking about things a little bit too much instead of just acting on them and just dealing with whatever we got to deal with when it presents itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> but again, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Always. Thanks for listening to my heart. Thanks for your support. Thanks for everything, truly. And I just pray that everybody takes something amazing away from this and that you're able to do something better with the information that you gathered here and that you're able to just make some sense of some things that you probably weren't able to make some sense of before because that's how I felt before I did a little bit more research. I was able to make sense of a lot of things that I was feeling and questions that I had. And now that I am able to kind of connect the dots, it's just like, okay, now it's time to take action and not to think about it, but to just do like Nike and just do it, baby. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you around on the next one. I promise. I promise to do better, to not overthink it so much and to just put out an episode. I remember your shout out, shout outs. I don't even know. She will probably never hear this podcast. But if whoever knows, Carla Wilmaris, I have never had like a one-on-one in-person interaction, but I have had conversations with her on social media. Uh, she is like, a goat in this podcast industry. She has been doing it for years and now she helps people with her company. But um, I had reached out to her a minute ago and I had asked her like, because again, I was overthinking this much, like how many times she would listen to an episode before she released it. Because as I told you guys, I would listen over and over and over again, finding a problem and then never release it. And she said once because she knew that if she listened to it more than that, that she wouldn't put it out. And I'm sure it was, you know, if I would, if I would have like, dug further into that it was probably because she would overthink it you know and she would find problems or mistakes and things like that and it would just cause her to not put it out so but again me looking at that is like that's her form of getting in control of her overthinking is to know if I do this more than once I'm gonna do this bad pattern of overthinking the episode and I'm not going to put it out. And that's her way of being in control of her thoughts. So I took a lot from that one response. So shout out to you for real, for real girl. I appreciate you. But yes, I'll see you guys on the next episode. I'll be around. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I have a lot of 
great things that I want to talk about. I'm not going to fucking overthink this shit anymore. I'm just going to put it out there. And if it's good, it's great. Not not every episode is going to be perfect. I am 100% aware of that. But again, the possibility of who I may actually connect to, who may relate to this, is more than the reward than I could ever receive than the comfort of just not putting it out. And again, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole, so I'm just going to shut this up right now. I hope you guys have a beautiful, amazing day. It is going to be a great week here in New York City. Go outside, get some vitamin D, let that sun shine on your face, and just have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Bye.